1: One constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Welcome to a new episode of Red Sox Beat here on CLNS Radio. And just like every other week, it is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com backslash Celtics and enter the promo code Celtics to get that $50 off. Very comfortable Casper mattress. And uh, whole gang here again this week excited to get going of course you can find us on twitter at redsox underscore beat it's a new handle so if you don't follow it please go re-follow us again it's at Red Sox underscore beat facebook page Red Sox beat podcast we're on tumblr we're on um itunes stitcher we're on the whole nine yards so uh, of course check us out everywhere and anywhere you can share us get the name out get the get the word out you know us by now we're awesome right guys we're, we're just a great show i hope so We're the best <laughs> there it is lauren we're the best um so there's not a lot to talk about this week, um, but there is one big report, and we'll get to that in a minute. But let's first just touch on some news that we found out about. Dave Henderson uh, died of a cardiac arrest at age 57. It's very upsetting. Um, just quick thoughts, guys, on what do you think? We don't have to touch base on this. We don't want to be gloomy about death, but, of course, we have to talk about it quickly.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, he was a huge huge contributor to the ALCS in 86. Obviously, none of us were alive for that, but with... uh,
1: I wasn't? I wasn't alive in
0: 86? I mean, I wasn't, so you most certainly weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Just that. (laughs) I mean, it's very sad. He did a lot for the team. They probably wouldn't have been in the playoffs. He just did so much for the team and so much for Boston. And sad, 57 really isn't that old. I know it seems old when we're younger, but as you get older, it's like wow, it's really not that old at all.
2: Yeah, it's it's tough news. He was a uh, he was he was at the Red Sox so briefly, just just eighty six, eighty seven, but he made such a huge impact in the in the playoffs and getting, hitting the home run in the eighty six ALCS. And fr- from everything I've read, he was just such a nice guy, and everyone loved him. And it's despite his short time here, it seemed like he made a huge difference. And very sad since he. Like Lawrence, that was only fifty-seven, but he had get a, yeah, a kidney transplant a month ago and then died of a heart attack. So I guess something was wrong with that. And it's too bad.
1: Yeah, he, like you said, he was only here for a year, but when he was here, he had he had a very big impact and he made that team what it was. He he, he was huge for that team. So as much as I've read, again, was not alive. Um, but they they needed him that year and they, and he came up big and now. Again, 57 is not young, it's not old, and you see people dying a lot of, of, obviously, cardiac arrest and all this stuff, and it's just it's a shame how young people die nowadays, and it's not good. Obviously, I'm not going to go in further into this because I hate talking about death, especially on a show like this, so I'm not going to go too much further into it, but it's just the whole thing is just, it, it sucks. It just sucks, and he, he was huge for the game of baseball, and uh, so again, uh, our condolences go out to Dave Henderson and his family, and of course, the baseball world, who of course, we're touched by him. Um, so let's move on to this report that we really should talk about. Um, Al Jazeera, is that how you say his name? I think that's how you say it. Um, Al Jazeera report came out. It was a big news today, mostly because of Peyton Manning's name that was linked to it. But we obviously don't have to talk about Peyton Manning. Um, other baseball players' names were linked to this HGH report, um, being Ryan Howard, Ryan Zimmerman, and Taylor Teagarden. Um Do you guys, first of all, just initial reactions to the report? It's kind of a weird situation. ESPN reported it at, like, 3.30 in the morning, and then this guy came in back, and just then, after he came out and claimed about all this stuff, he then took out Peyton Manning's name, he back on that. So, like, how reputable is this stuff? Like, just what are your initial thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, it seems really sketchy. I don't... With all this stuff, it's always weird. Like, the Mitchell report came out... You know, back 10 years ago, and everyone was shocked by it, and Biogenesis came out, everyone's shocked by that. Now this comes out, and everyone's shocked by this. They're, they're all so sketchy and weird. It's just, it's hard to tell, like, what actually is real, and, I mean, Peyton Manning had quite the response to it. I didn't see the actual video, but everything I've oh, read, and I've read his quotes and stuff, and he was really angry about it. So He was ripped. Yeah. He, was,
1: he was in it. Yeah,
2: so... I mean, it does not seem like he would be someone who cheated. I mean, I obviously don't know Peyton Manning, but he seems like a, a good enough dude, at least. I, that surprises me. And then, you know, I know Ryan Zimmerman has been a loyal member um, to, the, to the Nationals and everything, so he's. I was surprised to see his name, too. And Ryan Howard, I, it's just really weird. I don't we'll have to learn more about it, but at the moment it seems like a really sketchy report, And and judging by Manning's reaction,
1: I'm not so sure. If you're giving it to Ryan Howard... I don't know if it's that good of stuff.
2: Like,
1: what's he What's he done? Like, what is he doing with his life right now? Well, it
2: depends on if it was when he was hitting, like, 55 home runs or when he was hitting, like, 210. True.
1: Very true.
0: Uh, I think it's a load of garbage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I watched the Peyton Manning reaction this morning, and it just, very, it just had very sketchy. And I don't know why ESPN will come out at 3.30 in the morning to report on something like this. And, you know, they came out and reported, like, two in the morning when they had to apologize to the Patriots, I don't know, just they have very sketchy timing, and like Ryan Howard, Ryan Zimmerman, they're not like, I mean, every, they're big names, yes, but they're not like a David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, like...
2: Hey, Ross already had his fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and judging by Manning's reaction, I mean, I understand he's had a lot of work done to his neck, and he's had, he's just old and decrepit, but I don't think he'd be injecting himself to try to make himself better if if he was on any kind of the, hormone, I think it, it would show like he's, he's hurt. He's not playing. So I don't think this, this is like happening.
1: The weird thing about the report was that one, it brought up that Manning got his it, it shipped. His wife got it shipped to her. Like it was shipped to her and not his wife. But like the, his reaction was that he got, he, um, he was there. He like admitted to being there. He was, he's worked out there. He's been, he's done rehab there. So like he almost put himself at the scene of the crime, which, but again, we're not here to talk about Peyton Manning. That's a here and we're there. Um, These three guys that were linked in the baseball world, I don't know if I believe any of them did it. Like, you know, like, I believe it's garbage. The Nationals released a statement. I didn't see anything from the Phillies. I don't know if either of you did. They didn't
2: come out with a statement, yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't think so. The Washington Nationals did. I'm just going to read it because it's just the middle part kind of speaks to it. But the uh, quote, Ryan Zimmerman has been an integral member of the Washington Nationals family for the past 11 years. During that time, he has been the model for all that we ask our players to be, contributing to his team, to his community, and to the game of baseball. This line is what I, what, what I get. We do not find Algier's report, which has already been recanted by their source, to be credible. And then it goes on from there. Um, that one, guys, their source recanted it. They brought it back. Like He's already said, that, oh, no, I was kidding, or like I was testing. I was testing to see if, what, what would happen.
2: And to say that in their statement... Kind of telling too because most of those statements are kind of general statements of just like, oh, most of we'll that, look into it over and there's It's like, hey, by the way, this is
1: crap. <laughs> well, Jess, and most of that national statement was like that. Like, I mean, right. it, it's basically like that we're cooperating. We hope that we're, we're cooperating with the ML, Major League Baseball. We think it's, we don't think it's true. We believe we stand behind Ryan Zimmerman, blah, blah, blah. But that middle line, that's just kind of a little dagger. Right. It's like, it's like hey, no, by the way, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> just like subtly throwing it in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think anything's really going to come of this, other than that this is just garbage and it's not credible. It's not reliable. And like Jared said, the the statement from the Nationals is very telling. So I, just, I don't see these guys doing it. Like, I don't know them, but I just think it's it's garbage. Plain and it's simple. A, the thing that's
2: stupid about all this stuff, though, is that once this happens, whether it's true or not. People automatically, you know, people are automatically now going to say, Up 8-Minute HGH, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's going to be, like, common knowledge now, whether it's true or not.
1: Well, that's why David Ortiz's th- situation exactly. is so rough. Same thing. Because one thing. Because he one time showed up on the report, possibly of being linked to steroids, and now it's, oh, well, he did it, he definitely did People
2: it. automatically like, believe it, they never stop talking about it, they never, they never exactly. like, let it go, it's ridiculous. It's Even awful. if it's crap. And,
1: yeah, and the funny thing is, and I know this is not baseball, but it kind of makes the point of, if What if – I was talking about this earlier. What if this was Tom Brady's name, not Peyton Manning? Oh, people would like, going
0: insane. Uh, They'd exactly. be a field day with it.
1: But now people are, like, finding a way to back Peyton Manning and say, no, it's not right. This, this, is not, this isn't even a story. If this was Tom Brady, it would be, oh, my God, he's cheating again. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's just it's, – it's an endless cycle. And people just hear what they want to hear. Yeah,
2: that's what people I, was, I was gonna with say. It. People are yeah. going to say whatever they want, whatever, the, whatever yeah. they feel.
1: I don't believe he did it. I honestly believe that his wife – I believe that situation. He, his wife probably did have something shipped. His wife had a health issue. I don't know what it was. I didn't care that much to look it up. But, like, I know something happened with his wife in the sense that she needed something medically to help her. Maybe she, they were providing her steroids to make her feel better and rehab quicker. It's not like it's illegal for her to take them if someone was prescribing them. Like, what, she's not part of the NFL. She's not an athlete, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, whatever. And it just, oh, well, it went to the Manning house. It must be Peyton. Is it really? Like, no. Um,
2: and just, like, you guys, I, I was just going to say, like, if, in terms of paid Manning, too, like, he's, you know, he works hard. He's all constantly working on stuff. So it's, he just doesn't seem the kind of guy who would do that. And, like, someone like Ryan Zimmerman, who spent his entire career so far on one team, you know, his numbers aren't out of this world, you know, 20 to 30 home runs, you know, mm-hmm. 80 to 100 RBI. Like, he's just a solid player, you know, a loyal, solid player. It's, like, the guys that are on this just make no sense.
1: I think it's funny, too, because Peyton came out and just was like, this is garbage, like, on live TV. Just This is right. garbage. This you is crap. crap. Like I did not do this. Yeah, he didn't care. I kind of wish Brady did that with his whole flake. That would have kind of fun. Um, but Ryan Howard's the more intriguing name to me because, like you said, Jess, he had that point where he was hitting 50 homers, and now he's hit not. So, like, you know, it could, people could look at that and go, oh, well, he must have been doing the HGH then when, back then when he was playing well. But, like, Ryan Zimmerman, I don't – he's a class act. Like I don't, I can't see him possibly doing it. And T. guard do you? I think I, honestly, honest to God, this is my personal thing. I don't even know who T. Garden is.
2: Yeah, he's a backup catcher. Uh, Thirty-two years old. He's just yeah. He's just been a a backup catcher his whole career. What has he done?
0: So yeah, six, six home the, runs
1: is his career high. So it's, well, that, that HGH is really working
0: yeah. there. Yeah, that backup uh, she catcher she, like must that be makes sense. News day.
1: Got him really far. Yeah, and the thing with Ryan Howard
2: too is like he went nuts until he was about 31 years old, and then he started trailing off. Yes, he went insane for a couple of years of his career with his 58 homers, 47, 48, and 45, but that was also the prime of his career in between ages 27 and 30. So yeah. that actually, like, makes sense in terms of, like, trailing off as you get
1: older. Yeah, it just the whole thing is hogwash, and the fact that, like, they, the, the source even came back and, like, kind of pulled away from it shows you this report is kind of not right. And this probably it's probably is garbage, to be completely honest.
0: I think it's just a not I shouldn't say publicity stunt, but just something to talk about and just looking get for people. attention. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like I mean, Peyton Manning, obviously, is, is was going to be the biggest name of this, this whole thing that came out. But it's like if you're going to target people, i I guess target people who have numbers that are out of this world and who are like like a David Ortiz, like you need bigger names than what this guy named in this. I don't know. just, I don't buy it at all. Like Albert
1: Pujols or somebody like that.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, actually had a much better year this year and like came back and like, you know what I mean? So like you could make a case for that. But to me, it's just not reputable at all. Um, These guys aren't real journalists. The ones like, you know what I mean? Like the source, it's, it's just these guys reporting on it aren't real journalists and then ESPN comes in at, like, 3.30 and just kind of does a news dump in the middle of the morning when no one's awake and thinks we're going to not forget about it. Like, you just dump the fact that Peyton Manning does HGH on us, like... (laughs) i think we're going to talk about it
2: i like the guy's name's charlie sly too like sly what,
1: what I love a that. name for this <laughs> like what a name yeah that's great I, re- I remember talking about that earlier with someone that was phenomenal like your name couldn't be any better for someone who was trying to like sneakily put in the fact that you gave someone hgh like right. it makes
2: it seem even more fake than it already seems <laughs>
1: yeah like that's too good of a story for that to actually be the case right like his name should be like mike smith or like something stupid like normal name not like sly sorry like that's just ridiculous you guys have any last thoughts on that?
2: Nah, I'm pretty sure I mean, we pretty much covered everything you could possibly cover. <laughs>
0: yeah, just yeah. garbage.
1: Yeah, it, it's garbage. It's garbage. Okay, let's move on. Daniel Murphy, you know, the uh, the hero this offseason. Uh, I mean, this postseason, excuse me, for the Mets. He's no longer going to the Mets, and we know that. He, the Mets didn't want to bring him back. He, they said that during the postseason, which is crazy to me that they did that. But they did. So he's not going back there. He's going to the Nationals now on a three-year deal, thirty-seven point five million dollars to go play for the Nationals. Good or bad?
0: I like it. I think it's good. Um, I mean, I like the Nationals as a team for the most part, and I think he's. I think he'll do. I think he'll do well there. I wanted to see him go back to the Mets, but I'm not getting a lot of what I want this off-season. But that's okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good move for them. They're getting a guy who's. Pretty solid hitter. Apparently a postseason hero, at least at this point. And and, uh, not a bad deal. Three or 37.5 million. The Nationals are trying to to get past the uh, overhyped World Series predictions that happen every single year. They're actually trying to get to the World Series and actually make those predictions true. I think it'll definitely help out with that. Uh, I think the Mets are kind of stupid to just let him run away like that. But I'm sure it will help the Nationals because he's a good player.
1: Yeah, and the Nationals... Every year we say, guys, like the Nationals should be the team. The Nationals should be the team. We always want to pick them because like, the roster just like, makes sense. You know, like, It looks like they should be there, and they just always aren't. And I don't know if Daniel Murphy is the key to this whole thing, but like, he's a pretty good locker room guy, at least for what we learned over the postseason. And he's obviously not going to be as good as he was consistently like in the postseason. That, that, that was a streak of lightning that was catching fire in a bottle. But he's not a bad player, guys. Like, it's not like he doesn't deserve this money.
2: No, I think it's perfect. I mean, he's the kind of player he is. You know, ten to fifteen home runs. You know, fifty to eighty RBI. Decent average. You know, two eighty, two eighty eight, 288 is his career average. So he's a good player. I mean, he's you know he's a, he's a solid guy. His feelings not exceptional, but I think they're still getting a good player for the for the price. And he's one of the better the better free agents out there at this point.
1: The Mets probably just felt like they didn't want to overpay for him. And they probably felt like this was overpaying. Do you think that? I mean, I think that was the case. I think the Mets felt like this is probably too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see it going that way. Um, I don't Cause think because
1: he's
2: not really as good as what people think he is because of the yeah season.
0: Yeah, I think he his name is has gotten out there, and but like you said, he's not he's not this huge power hitter, but he's definitely a valuable position player.
1: They also don't really need him, right? Because they have, what's-his-face? Um, blanking on name. Crap. At second base? I hate when I do this. Who's the guy who got his leg snapped in half? Oh, oh, uh...
0: Chase uh, like Utley. No, Tejada. Tejada,
1: yeah, thank you. Tahada. Like, they have Ruben Tejada.
2: That's right, he does play the same position, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, they don't need Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy played that much because Ruben Tejada got his leg snapped in half. Right. So he took advantage of it, and all for him. He's getting paid, and he's going to a team that actually wants him to start. So I'm not going to blame him for that. And he's staying in the National League, too, so like, it's not going to get any more difficult. I, know, I don't think it's that the move is going to put the Nationals over the edge. Um, then They hired Dusty Baker, if I remember right, right? Yeah. That's, that, that's a weird hire still to me. But maybe maybe he'll turn it around. I don't know. Someone needs to figure out that locker room. And, and part of me thinks it's Bryce Harper, but I just I don't know.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't trust Bryce Harper to do anything in terms of like leadership or turning a team around. But
1: no, I mean part of him, part of me thinks he's the problem. Oh, the problem! Oh, he,
0: he's absolutely the problem. Like, kid's a meathead.
1: <laughs> meathead, <laughs> but he's so good though. Like, at what point do you just ignore that and try to figure it out on the fly? Like they, I mean, they've been doing that, but like, but
0: his attitude we'll just, needs we'll, to change. Like,
1: does this system work? Can this work?
0: It can, but his attitude needs to change. Like, yes, he's a good player. We all know he's a good player. There's no denying that. But you're like 23. Like stop being so cocky. Just play the game. They're all, they They're all on the field for the same reason. And,
1: oh, every time I hear how young he is, it just bugs me.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like he's young, he's good, and he's only going to get better. But nobody's going to want to be around him if he's such a sour person.
1: He literally has life by the baseballs and can't just hold on to it.
2: He needs he needs a leader on his team because he's not a leader
1: at all. He needs help. Like he needs help mentally. <laughs> and like I, I'm convinced of that. Like this is the same and I know it's not the same situation. I know it's not. People who hear this do not come after me for this. But like Aaron Hernandez had the life had life by had life by the footballs, so if we want to keep it clean here. And he pissed that all away. Hey. And now you have this guy. And obviously I'm not saying Bryce Harper's gonna go murder somebody. But like his attitude needs to change, and I, I hate, I shouldn't have even brought it up, because that's a terrible analogy, because, again, Aaron Hernandez was not a good person, but like, it's the same situation, you, you don't really know what you have until it's gone, and I feel like this kid's just gonna run himself into the ground before he can even re- realize what he has.
2: Yeah, it's amazing what kind of fame and, and uh, popularity can, <laughs> what can do to your head if you're, you know, you get that, you get that good, and you, you're so young, and only 23 at this point, and. If you want to go with your analogy, Hernandez is only like 24. It's you know, it's, fame gets to your head, the money gets to your head, and you're just kind of an idiot, and you kind of just. What's Bryce
0: Harper earning a year? Do we know? I don't even want to know. <laughs> um,
2: Wikipedia says five
1: million dollars is salary. Oh. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> five million a year to not win, to not be a leader, and to have great hair.
2: Definitely got great hair, that's
1: for sure. He does have great hair, I'll give him that. His hair game is on point.
0: Huh?
1: And it's like always on point. He cares about his hair.
0: Well, that's what when I mean, you can afford pizza pe- for people to take care of your hair and it's <laughs> gonna look great every day.
1: Now someone needs to teach him leadership. It. Yeah, that's probably true. He can pay for that though. He should be able to pay for classes. Pay like, for leadership. You know, <laughs> like pay for sheet leadership club. Give him some books. Like give him some self help books. Leadership for dummies. I'm sure it's out there.
0: It has to be. But oh well. I mean Money can't buy it all. Money can't fix stupid. I loved those dummies books. Those dummies
1: books were great.
2: Right, like the idiot's geography for dummies and
1: stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like computers for computers for dummies, math for dummies. Right. Those were those yellow and black books, those were great. I and mean, they still have them. They do. Yeah, I know I had a couple of them. Those are phenomenal. Um but yeah, no, so totally off topic there. Um Bryce Harper is the problem in Washington. I think we've all established that. And the Daniel Murphy signing just isn't going to help. Like, I mean, it's going to help in terms of make the team maybe a little better, but I think they, they're they trying to make some moves here. They're trying to do something, and Daniel Murphy was available. Now, they did, did they need a second baseman? I think so. Like, I don't think they were really set at that position, so it's probably a good add. It makes sense. It's not like it was just a random, like, oh, let's sign the best guy out there, if we, even if we don't need him. Uh, ben Sherrington signing Haley Ramirez. <laughs> but, like... I I think it makes sense for what it is, right? We're on that page.
0: Yeah, I like the deal.
1: It seems to be a good
2: clubhouse to Dusty Baker coming in, trying to, you know, maybe change the culture a little bit and maybe get some some leadership and some, you know, I mean, Baker's been a manager for a billion years, so he should he should know a little something about managing. So I think they're just trying to like make their team on the same page after all the Harper Papelbon stuff last year and everything. It's, they need a set foundation of Good guys and figure out how to you know work together and not blow leads late in the season and stuff like that. So I think it's one step forward and kind of making their team a little better. Yeah, and
1: I think that they're going to keep getting better step by step, but they're not going to be able to fix anything until the locker room gets fixed. I think that's how most baseball teams are nowadays. I think most sports. Let's not just limit that's baseball. I think having good team chemistry and having a good room is huge for winning a championship and taking that extra step. We all say every year the Nationals have the talent on paper to win a championship, and that's not lying. That's the truth. On paper, they could should win almost every game. But, obviously, things happen in baseball, and chemistry is not good there at the moment, so that's why they don't do that. Yeah, paper's fantastic, but it doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> no, look at the Red Sox last year. They were great on baseball. Oh. Yep. And now this offseason,
1: the Red Sox have been great on paper. But we'll see what happens. we don't know what's We'll see what happens. Exactly. More about the Red Sox offseason later. We're going to play a little game later. We're going to play a couple Couple games.
0: games, I love games.
1: We're going to play games on the show today. It's going to be fun. But um, before we do that, let's let's go to a little more weird slash just dumb news. Um, Revolving revolving your uh, hated Yankees, guys. Um, Brian Cashman apparently had an affair. And a woman who he had an affair with was sentenced um, to extortion, perjury, and criminal impersonation. It was Louise, Louise uh Nethway. I'm gonna go Nethway. I'm going go with that. Luis <laughs> Nethway. She was 39. She sentenced to five years probation. She entered a plea, so she didn't admit um, that didn't admit guilt, but acknowledged that there was enough evidence for conviction. Which is weird. I don't get that. But that's just. I'm not gonna try to dive in to understand that. I'm not a lawyer. I don't care. Um, Cashman's obviously married. We know that. Um, she was charged with harassing Cashman in 2012, and with extorting six thousand dollars by threatening to damage his reputation. So this girl's just lovely. She's a peach.
0: She also has an uh-huh. alias, so she's a little crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, kinda she, weird. Yeah. This whole situation obviously doesn't look good for Cashman. Um, this lady doesn't clearly ha- care how good she looks. She could give two craps. Um, what does this do for his image, though? Like, what does this do for the Yankees? In terms of big picture, like does it do anything to them?
2: Well, I mean, it happened three years ago. It was, you know, it's obviously in the past at this point. But now it's getting brought up again. I mean, obviously the affair doesn't look good on him, and especially with someone who's apparently just whacked out. Um, but I mean, in the long run, it probably doesn't mean a whole lot. But it's awfully strange.
0: She better be good looking,
2: man. If she's whacked out
1: like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. don't
1: get me wrong. I don't condone it at all, guys. I don't. I don't condone it. But like unless he's that whacked out himself, which he might be. We don't know him that well. Like, he might be that whacked out. We don't know him well? I don't think you know him at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know him that well. I mean, we've talked a couple times, but...
1: I mean, I've had him on the phone. I've texted him. We FaceTimed a couple times, but it didn't mean anything, guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it just brings a lot of negative attention to Cashman and the Yankees, which, I mean, whatever. Bring all the negative attention to them that you want, but it's just... It's weird that it's coming out. and it's, I mean, it just doesn't look it doesn't look good by any means, but it's, I don't think anything's really going to come of it, and just negative attention in the off season. I, I think they'll be fine this in the regular season.
1: Do we hear anything from ownership on this? Do, like, what do you guys think about big like? I don't say big picture, but like for ownership wise, do we hear anything from them on this? Do we? Is his job in jeopardy with this? No, I don't think no, I doubt so. It,
2: I mean, it already already happened a couple of years ago. I, it's just the the charges are coming out now, so I don't. I don't think it's going to do much of anything for anybody. It's, it would have already happened. Right. If it's he was going to lose his job, job he probably would have lost it in 2012 and it happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. The people employed in baseball this day, nowadays, people employed in all most sports nowadays.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I mean, don't have an affair. Yep. <laughs> <it's all about.
1: laughs> people with money, man, I think they can get away with everything.
0: Money does crazy things to you. It's
1: becoming the moral of the show tonight, Nice. Seriously. Just people with money think they can do whatever, whatever they want.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, Cashman's wife divorced him after this whole scandal. So,
1: good for That's her.
2: So forget, forget him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oops. Sorry, Brian. Not shocked by, not shocked by that. Well, he runs the Yankees, so you can't. I mean, you can't feel too bad for him.
0: I don't feel bad for him at, at all. Him. Yeah.
1: I mean,
2: his name's Cashman. He's got a lot of cash, obviously.
0: Cashman. Yeah, I didn't even think of that.
2: I always laughed at that growing up. I was like, hey, Cashman.
1: <laughs> he's running that he Yankees. He's, he's, I mean, come on. Right, making that cash, man. Perfect. Making that cash, man. It is. Perfect, man. Great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the charges are out. Nothing, nothing crazy. But, um, so there you go. I'm not going to dive too much into that because, like you said, Jess, there was just the charges. We already knew about what happened, kind of. Um, nothing major is going to happen out of this. Just more stuff coming out knowing that Cashman is just not a good dude. That's about it. Um, so let's get, guys, it's game time. Like I said, we don't much talk about today. Nothing really as exciting is going on. I hope you both had a Merry Christmas. First of all, we didn't really talk about that. Um, but again, this is the show, the first show after Christmas. So I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. I hope Santa was good to both of you. Um, real quick, I got a Zander jersey, so my Binky is on me forever. I, I, I kind of asked for one, and hopefully he doesn't go anywhere. Knock on wood, because I made the investment.
0: You made the investment, or Santa made the investment. Well, Santa made the
1: investment, but, I mean, someone made the investment. So, like, I I wasn't going to, like, ask for one if I thought he was going to get traded tomorrow.
0: He's not going anywhere. We've discussed that so many times.
1: I know. That's my point. So, now I'm I'm happy enough to feel comfortable that I asked Santa for one, and Santa brought me one.
0: Well, you were on the good list this year. I clearly was.
2: Yeah, I got a uh, Thomas um, custom Red Sox jersey, so... Thomas ain't going anywhere, cause uh, I'm staying on the team.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I'm I was so worried you were going to get traded.
2: I know. Don't trade me off the team. Double zero. Just
1: Thomas traded for uh, cash considerations. That's <laughs> all I'm worth. Come on.
0: <laughs> Player to be named later.
1: Player to be named later in a bag of baseball. Thomas to be named later.
0: Thomas. To Just be-
1: Thomas. Just Thomas traded for Johnny Gomes. Straight up.
2: Hey, I take that you big World Series uh, impact.
1: hmm I'd do it. Give me Johnny Gomes. I take
2: that. So I got that, and I got a nice Celtics jacket, so I'm all sports out.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. I got a nice Winter Classic uh, hoodie, sweatshirt thing, oh. like, a, like a light sweatshirt for, like, running. Oh, it's really nice.
1: I was waiting for... I got nice Winter Classic tickets, and I was like... I would have, like, been like,
0: um...
1: Excuse me. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Why would you get like, a Winter Classic jacket, though? Like, it's once a year. Like, what? It's a weird
2: thing to have in a jacket.
1: Like, the logo. I got, I got a Bruins um, t-shirt from the... Winter Classic a couple years ago. Seems like you
2: just want a Bruins shirt instead of a Winter Classic shirt. I don't know, maybe you're crazy.
0: We I mean, mine has anyway. the it has the Bruins the like, it has the uh, the symbol that they're using for the the Winter Classic jerseys and it just says Hockey in the Hub. Oh, okay. And then the symbol the Winter Classic it's like in the corner, kind of where like the captaincy would be. <laughs>
1: <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, so it's,
0: it's nifty. It doesn't just say like Winter Classic on it. It's nifty. I like it.
2: <laughs> just just in big bold letters Winter Classic. Yep. <laughs> just send me a picture later so I can see how cool it is.
1: Oh, man. All right, let's play some games, guys. Let's have a little fun with this. Because there's nothing really going on in the Red Sox world at the moment. It doesn't seem like it's going to. It's almost January 1st, which means spring training is, like, a little over a month away.
0: 99 days till opening day, home opener.
1: By your countdown already?
0: Yeah, I've counted down since, you know, October. (laughs) The season was was over. (laughs) That's when my countdown starts. Um, 265 days. (laughs) Yep. Right. So...
1: That being said, spring training is around the corner. Off season is probably done for the Red Sox for the most part. I highly doubt they're going to do anything else, unless it's going to be like really, really small moves. So we're going to uh, we're going to play a couple games here. First, we're going to do um, which Red Sox player do you have your eye on this season? We're each going to go around. We haven't told each other these. They're not even on our pre-show notes that we share on the computer. So no one has any idea what these answers are going to be. So this is going to be that much more fun. And um, that can be whether it's an important player. Um, a year for a, a future player to, to develop. I mean, We can name someone in the minors, for all I care. It's just someone that we have our eye on this season that's going to be uh, important this year. So I'm going to go with... Let's spin the wheel.
0: I'm
1: going to go with Lauren, go first.
0: All right. I am going with uh, Brian Johnson. No, I'm just kidding. Not Brian Johnson. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Christian Vasquez um, oh. because... We don't know if he's hes probably not going to start the season after his Tommy John surgery, but I'm excited to keep my eye on him because he's coming back from the surgery. Uh, he's not a pitcher. He's obviously a catcher. So its I want to see how it's going to impact him and how it's going to impact Swihart, Hannigan, um, and everybody else on, on our little catching roster.
1: <laughs> our little catching <laughs> and, roster.
0: Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do and what he does if he's, going to be a bust or if he's going to come back 100% healthy and stronger than ever.
1: Does he, and before I let you go, Jess, does Christian Vasquez become the starting catcher when he comes back? Is it his job?
0: I think it depends where they're at with their catchers.
2: Because if Swihart's playing out of his mind, they might just stick with that and have Vasquez just come in occasionally.
1: I don't 'cause going into the season, who's the backup right now? Sandy Leone, right? No, Ryan Hannigan, right? Is he still under still contract? Yeah. I thought it was a one year deal. Okay, so it's Hannigan. So it's right now it's gonna be Swyhart and Hannigan again. What happens after that?
0: I mean I think they'll they'll get him in there, Vasquez in there slowly. I don't think there's gonna be like, Okay, you're back, so you're gonna be the starting catcher now. I think he's gonna have to earn it back and he's gonna have to show that he is healthy enough to be the starting catcher every day i mean obviously he's not throwing pitches the way pitchers do but he's making the throws he's got to swing the bat he's got to throw people out so i think it's just a matter of bringing him back and making sure he's healthy enough to be behind the plate
1: who's the odd man out in that catcher love triangle it's gotta be hannigan
0: yeah i was gonna say hannigan
1: Okay, good. Just making sure we're on the same page. he
2: has no, Josh, you can he has no choice. <laughs> no, we're just following up on the on the Vasquez thing. Yeah, I mean the, he's come back. It's taken so long for him to come back that I just feel like they're gonna ease him back still for a while. After probably like a month or two after he comes back, and you know, play him like maybe one or two out of the five games instead of you know four or five out of the five games. So I think it's gonna be a slower return back, and they're gonna lean heavy on Swihart. And if he does like he does did last year, I think that that's gonna be fine. And I think. I like you said, Lauren, he's, he's going to have to earn it between being out so long and having su- Swire play well. So I like it. It's good. I like it, too. He's a good guy to watch out for. Okay, my player that I have my eye on for the season, and the whole reason that I decided to do this as a topic, because I was thinking about it and talking about it uh, over Christmas, um, I have my eye on Hanley Ramirez <laughs> for this season. <laughs> because I know we're all ready to just jump ship with him, throw him out, tell him, to never come back, and I still believe that, but knowing that he'll, you know, 95% a chance be here to start the season because I don't think they're trading him because um, no one wants him, I think he's a huge, huge player and person to watch for this year because, one, if he can play first base well, which obviously we're hoping if he's going to be here because we have no choice otherwise, so if he can play first base well and show that he's actually capable of doing that, which we can hope that he is then that would give him more trade value. And then if he actually hits well and stays healthy, then it's just going to be a bonus because people aren't expecting him to do anything after what happened last year. So it could give him trade value. It could, you could see how he does. And whether they trade him or not, You know, if they keep him following that, then they can put him in DH. And he could actually turn out to maybe be not a huge bust and, and be a good player for the team. Or he could get better trade, <coughs> trade value and they could trade him. The other hand is he could play terrible first base, he couldn't hit, he could get injured, and then he could be even worse. So I think it's just a huge like a huge determining factor with what he does with how they go forward in the future. So I think it, I think it's a huge season for him, and people are just ready to ship him out the door. But I think what he does this season is going to be really important.
1: You're ready to ship him out the door too now.
2: No, oh, I totally am. <laughs> but I know if he is here, that it's an important season.
1: So I'm yeah, looking forward,
2: if we're not shipping him out, to see what he actually does.
1: Yeah. So that's how I that's how I came about this topic was, was him. So I like he's it. my man. I like it. Um I will go. And my my player to keep an eye on this year, um it might be an obvious one, but I'm intrigued by it. It's David Ortiz. Um obviously he wants to win this year. That's the goal they put this team together the, to win. That's to get better as fast as possible. He's he's retiring, guys, at the end of the year. This is it. So like I'm intrigued to see how hard he plays. I'm intrigued to see how much he's a leader in this locker room because I think as much as he's retiring this year, this year is huge in terms of David Ortiz for the future of the team. I know We all know what he's done in the past in the locker room and what he's done, but what the way he plays this year can leave a huge impression on these young guys because the way he plays this year on the year that he's told people he's retiring gets the young guys going gets the young guys go, oh, well, if he's playing this hard until the last possible second, and he knew he was retiring at the beginning of that year, I have no excuse. I have to play harder. So I think it's big the way David Ortiz plays, just the way he addresses himself this year. Um, Obviously, he's going to get swan songs in most buildings. He's going to get presents. I'm intrigued to see how he handles all that. I'm just intrigued to see how the final year of David Ortiz goes, because I think it really correlates to how the future goes with these young guys.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot, and that's a good one. Will he, will he just cruise through the season and hit, like, 15 home 15 home runs and just, you know, sit out games here and there and stuff and fin, 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 fin. go out in a bang, hit 35 home runs, get 120 RBI, and do what he's been doing? It's a good question. So I, I hope he does the, the huge season and goes out with a bang and shows everyone what he can do, because that's honestly, that would be would be a good sign for him and for everybody so but it's hard to know I mean he could he could you know take more time off and and just be in the clubhouse more and not playing so much so I like it
0: yeah I like it too um I'm kind of surprised by your pick Jared honestly I thought you were gonna say David Price uh oh yeah <laughs> very surprised but I do like it um he said he's retiring so it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of season he puts together
1: Wait, why did you think I was going to say David Price?
0: I don't know. I just had this – I didn't think – I thought you'd say – I've been
1: defending David Price for, like, Dave since day one. Oh,
0: I know. But I'm, if you like, I think it would be interesting to watch out for him this season just because he's new and how, what he's going to do. and.
1: I was debating between Ortiz and Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, that's a huge one too. Yeah. Because Pablo Sandoval, I just feel like everyone, including myself, has given him a rap of, oh, it's just a year adjustment. He'll be fine. But, like, what if he's not? Then what? So, like – I think it's a huge year for him too, but I, I think David Ortiz is the big one because it is the last year of David Ortiz, and it won't really sink in for most of us until he actually is gone. that it's the last year of David Ortiz. It's going to feel like a normal year this year, but like it's just, it's just I think that he has the way he impacts the team on and off the field is so big that the way he handles himself this year is going to be huge for the future of these young kids.
2: Yeah, that's definitely a good point, and I think yeah, Sandoval would have been my second pick for this for this category if I didn't pick ramirez just because he is under the gun people are you know they're telling him to lose weight they're telling him to get better so like if he doesn't come out guns a blazing then people are going to be ready to kick him out the door within like a month
1: <laughs> that's funny the two big uh, acquisitions of last offseason under the hot seat i wonder how that
2: happened <laughs> <laughs> i guess it happens when you sign two guys the huge deals and then you finish them last hmm.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Don't get me wrong. Again, I will defend the Pablo Sandoval deal. I won't defend Hanley, but I will defend the Pablo Sandoval deal still. You guys both know that, but I think he's on the hot seat and you guys are right about that. So, um, there you go. Those are the three guys that we have to look forward to this season. Um, another game that we came up with, and I like this one a lot, um, just because it's themed for Christmas and I love Christmas and I can never get enough Christmas. Um, didn't feel like Christmas, though, this year. It kind of flew by, and all of a sudden it was gone. didn't really get cold. Yeah, it was 60 degrees. <laughs> it's going to snow, though. We're going to get snow this week. We're
0: getting T- snow on Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. I had, Tuesday. I had to hop off the Jeep on Christmas Eve, so.
1: And now you're going to get snow on Tuesday. Yep. Yay. I'm getting three to six inches up here in New Hampshire. So. Yeah, I read three to five, so we'll see what happens. So. Can't, wait. Can't wait. Can't wait to drive to work in that crap. Um, but let's stay with the Christmas theme. I kind of want to do that. Um, I don't know if you guys asked for something that you didn't get um, gift wise, but I know there has to have been something that you wanted for this Red Sox team and you didn't get for Christmas. So we're going to go air our grievances here on Red Sox beat, and we're going to say what, what wasn't brought to us by good old uh, Dave, good old St. Dombrowski. We'll call him St. <laughs> Dom- we'll D- Saint- Dombrowski class. <laughs> Dombrowski class. I, 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 I wasn't sure what to call him. I'll go with St. Dombrowski. Um. So, Jess, you can go first. What, what, what didn't St. Dumbrowski bring you down the chimney this year for Christmas?
2: Okay, well, I don't really have a problem with what we didn't get, so I'm going to take it as what we didn't give up. And what we didn't give up that I thought would be beneficial is trading Joe Kelly. My, my reasoning for this is that because he had that huge 7-0 stretch where he pitched out of his mind, I think that was probably better than he is overall. And I think that they could have taken advantage of that and made a deal to get somebody good for him because I wouldn't be surprised. I hope he doesn't because he's on our team. But I wouldn't be surprised if he just continued to be average and not make all the starts and, and get hurt for like the rest of his career. Like I feel like he's going to be kind of – might be a Clay Buckles type where he just can't finish the whole season and just inconsistent, really good, really bad. So I think they should have taken advantage of him having that really good stretch, and traded him and gotten something good for him. So I think they missed out on the opportunity to get rid of him at the right time.
1: Yeah, like I, I, yeah, no, I do, because that was kind of where I was going with this game. I didn't, didn't need to specifically be a move. It just needed to be something that you didn't get, and you didn't get Joe Kelly being traded. So that that, that I think that's a good one. I think he pitched so well at the end of the last year that you could have sold him high easily and been like, okay, look, he figured it out. He's back. He's fine take him and and they didn't do that they kept him so hopefully for our sake he pitches well like that and actually does well
0: yeah I really like that pick um definitely different and kind of like what we didn't get up didn't give up to what we couldn't get so I like it
1: yeah I like it too
2: turning to a Scrooge because like in the past I would have been like Oh, Joe Kelly's great. Seven straight wins. He's going to be great for the rest of his career. But I'm trying to be realistic <laughs> and realize that, that doesn't necessarily always happen.
1: <laughs> no, it does not, unfortunately. But I'm
2: trying to be realistic for, for these purposes now, later later in my life, because any other time when I was younger, I would have been like, woo keep him forever.
1: <laughs> You're getting so mature and so wise. I know. Go man. A few years. yeah. <laughs> uh. Lauren, what do you got over there? What didn't you get from good old Saint Dombrowski?
0: Um, I think mine's a little obvious. Um, Johnny Cueto, obviously. <laughs> wait, see that wait, one coming. Way to
2: be obvious. <laughs> I know. Oh man. you even, have to you give know. us that uh, player one B as well.
0: One <laughs> B. Um, I don't have a player one B because I was so set on getting one A. All
2: right. Well, think about who your one B would be while you tell us why you wanted one A. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, um, obviously I've been a huge advocate for Cueto since. Forever, last few, especially the last few weeks with him being free agent, turning down the deal with the with the Diamondbacks, and I was like, oh, he's definitely coming here. There were just reports, reports up the wazoo that he was coming here, and I obviously really wanted him here. I think he's a great pitcher. He did a lot, obviously, for the Royals, and I'm a little bummed he didn't sign with us. But I'm happy with who we did get. But I was really hoping for for Cueto to. Be in a Red Sox uniform come opening day, but can't always get what we want. I get it, and I'm I'm just glad he has a team now though.
2: And to know that
1: he wanted to come here too it's going to hurt you even more.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. He really wanted to be here. <laughs> you know, Pedro was. He said,
1: "Lauren, I want to come. I want to come to Boston," and then he just got ripped. Yeah, out. Like I want Cueto. He's like, I want Boston,
0: <laughs> but it didn't happen. And Boston does not <laughs> <it> want
1: him. It <laughs> happened. Do you have a player one B?
0: Um, player one B. I guess uh, that we didn't get rid of Hanley Ramirez.
1: All right, that's cool. Okay, well, I guess I would think of a 1B because that's the one I was going to use. But that was kind of obvious anyway, so that's kind of boring. Uh, <laughs> Come on, guys, I didn't
2: go with the obvious thing.
1: <laughs> because I feel like I feel like everyone wanted Hanley Ramirez gone, and they didn't get it. So I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of negatives in most people's Christmases this year. But um, what do I want to go with? I'll go with this. I'll go with one. I'm upset that good old St. Dombrowski didn't get us a second starting pitcher because as much as he's improved the bullpen, and as much as I think that a lot of these uh, – with that bullpen, these pitchers might be okay, we only added one guy. I know it was David Price, but last year we were ripping this bullpen, this starting rotation apart for not being good enough and not neither of them being able to take the ball in a big game. So now four, one of them gets off the hook, and then the other four still have to do it. Like You still have four guys who we didn't want to be in the starting rotation last year. And now you add David Price, and everything kind of seems all sunshine and daisies for most people. I don't like it. I'm upset they didn't add another starter. Um, so I, I think that we, um, I think that we, I think he dropped the ball on that one.
2: So here's my question to you. Would you have, since you want another starter, would you have preferred to trade Wade Miley for another good starter? Or are you happier that they got Carson Smith instead of another starter? If you could pick one or the other.
0: <sighs>
1: that's a good question. Thank you. Um, I'm happy with what they did because I know Carson Smith is good. And, like, the return, I'm not mad at that trade because it was good value. I would have rather them get another starter. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm right there, too. I think, you know, I'm not unhappy with what they did at all. But, I mean, with us signing Kimbrell, um, Oihara, Tazawa, we have them coming back. I just feel another starter would have been more beneficial than somebody in the bullpen.
2: Well, I'll disagree with both of you and say that I'm glad they got Carson Smith instead. Shocker Jess, doesn't, shocker, Jess doesn't agree with me. <laughs> but I'm disagreeing with both of you now. <laughs> it's
1: just with. sided with me.
2: All right. Yeah, I, I think that getting an extra bullpen guy just because the bullpen was so poor last year, I think a little extra reinforcement was a good idea. And maybe I'm too faithful, but I have faith in the starters we do have. Call me crazy. But I I feel like, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have minded getting another starter, but I like getting Smith, and I think they will do well. And I think Rick Borsello... Is going to do much better. I have, have Porcel Yeah, Porcel, Porcel I have confidence in him, though. I think.
1: I think Porcello will have a bounce back year. I do. I think we we got him for a raise from Detroit. I don't. I still. I still don't think he's worth twenty million dollars a year. No, but I don't either. His money is what it is. So, and David Price has got obscene amounts of money. So maybe twenty million dollars a year is the need like ten. Who knows? But like, he's going to have a better year. He pitched a lot better at the end of last year. I think so did Joe Kelly. Obviously, those games didn't mean the thing. So we'll see what, how they pitch when it actually matters. But I'm looking forward to that. Jess, do you have a 1B, by chance? Because you put us on the spot about having to do 1Bs. And I think that you might have to add a second one, too. As good as your Joe Kelly one was, you must have another one.
2: Mm, that's tough. Um, all right. Do, 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 yeah, do. No, I'll go with uh, another middle reliever, because obviously we're set for 6-9, through nine, but I think that maybe you could have gotten a more top tier like middle slash long reliever that's like proven. That could've that could help a little bit. Not necessary, but if I had to pick something else that we could have gotten that we didn't get, it could've been something good.
1: Well they can use workmen in that role. Yeah, they and do have guys who can fill the role. They can always use Brian Johnson in that role. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing right out of the bullpen. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen. There are
2: options, but none of these guys. How
1: old is Steven right now? How old is Stephen? Thirty-one,
2: Wright? I think, or maybe thirty. And the answer is that's Ta-da. the wrong Stephen Wright. That's the uh, comedian.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> How old is the comedian? Sixty. How old is
2: Stephen Wright? 60. Okay, well that's not our picture. No, and our picture is thirty-one. Oh, I was stuck. right the first time. I should have stuck with my original.
0: Stuck. Stick with your
1: instinct. You got Seriously. instinct. Thirty-one. Well, we always know Stephen Wright has a future in comedy. Apparently. Yeah,
2: he does. He's sixty-year-old comedian and a you know? pitcher a good duo. Um, so yes, I think, real quick, I think that yes, we have good pieces, but to get like a more solidified long slash middle reliever could have been beneficial.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just curious because I, I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Overall, jolly old Saint Dombrowski has done us well this offseason. He really has. No, we can't complain, that's for sure. I can't. I can't complain. There are obviously things that I wish he did. We, we just talked about him, but I think that overall you can't ask for much better. He he basically turned this team around in a month and got the best closer on the market, the best starting pitcher on the market, and one of the top bullpen arms that you probably could have gotten via trade.
2: And back. To about for
1: power. only for basically Wade Myler. Wade Miley. I just called him Wade Myler. Okay. Um, that's a new guy. Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> like he,
2: he did great. I mean it's he had a plan. He wanted specific guys. He got those specific guys. I mean he did exactly what he wanted to, so he really can't really say anything.
1: But he didn't trade Hanley, so, you know. Well, yeah, I years. mean, you can't have everything. I wish. I mean, things nice. just don't happen. <laughs> and I told you guys, on. day one, he's going to be your first baseman. Yeah. He's it. I wrote that article for our, our uh, CLNS Red Sox uh, positional preview for the, for the written coverage for you there, darling. And uh, I said it there, too. He's, he's, he's your first baseman. As much as no one wants him here and as much as we think it's time to move on, and I want Travis Shaw to play first base, it's not happening. It's going to be Hanley. Well, Unfortunately, like I said, we can
2: just hope that he surprises us.
0: I hope so. I I, I don't want him to fail, but if, oh. you're gonna, if you can't play left field, why am I gonna have faith in you playing first base?
2: Yeah, yeah, we have no reason if, to believe he'll do well. We just gotta hope. He's gotta hope. <laughs> gotta hope. Gotta have Expect faith.
0: Expect the worst. Hope for the best.
2: That's the we thing. If you're, if you're expecting bad, then if it's good, then it's great. <laughs>
0: Um, speaking
1: of expecting bad, can we just talk about Pablo Sandoval real quick? Because we haven't really done that this offseason. I feel like we've kind of let him skate under the uh, rug here and just kind of hide and not really be talked about. Um, I've told you, I just told you guys that I think it's a big year for him. I didn't bring him up as the guy that I think is big for this year. But I think he's a a big year ahead of him if he wants to. Prove that he's worth it, and prove that he was a big reason why those Giants won those World Series, and really prove his worth. He needs to have a big year this year. The question is, is it actually going to happen?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's tough to have faith in him, but he did seem to turn around towards the end of the season, making those he had some nice grabs at third base, and I just I feel he's got so much more power in his bat that he didn't show last season, and I think. There's a lot riding on him this season, just because we're we're, expect, we're paying him so much, we expect so much more, and yep. it's just he didn't give it give Red Sox what what we wanted, and it's another disappointment. And hopefully he can bounce back this year.
2: Yeah, he really just was terrible last year. I I don't know. I I've been saying this all along. I had so much faith in him. I thought he was so good, and he just stunk it up big time. And
1: just he was just really terrible.
2: He just hit like crap, feel like crap, did stuff off the field like crap, was not at all the team leader that he was supposed to be. And I get that's hard to do if you're not playing well because who the heck's going to listen to you if you're playing like crap in the first place. So it makes sense, but like that wasn't there either. It's just like nothing he was supposed to bring to the table was there. And of course, the thing we got him for Postseason experience? Well, that didn't happen either. Obviously, <laughs> so well, yeah, you got to get you got to get there before that actually factors. He had no choice about me. that. So just disappointment in every every facet of everything for him. So boy, he better do well because if he doesn't, he's probably not fit for Boston because we know this guys like that, like Carl Crawford. And uh, is this
1: becoming another Carl Crawford situation? Is this really is that what this was talking about? Is this, is this what it's turning into? If he has a bad like first three or four months. Yes. Huh.
0: I think so, too, without the uh, the Carl Crawford attitude.
1: Yeah. I just, look, I'm still rooting for the guy. I've always been a Pablo Sandoval fan, and I, I, I'm still rooting for the guy. I want him to succeed here. I think he's he's your answer at third base. And, I mean, he obviously was better than Will Middlebrooks, so you can't really, I'd rather him than Will Middlebrooks just because of his experience, and he's not, because their numbers were practically the same for the most part. Um, I think Sandoval's were a little better. But, the fact that he has that experience and you, he's going to be big this year. I think we're, I, I'm predicting basically being in the post season like now. And I think that being in playoffs, he is his time to shine. That's why you brought him here. So I think this is going to be a big year for him. And I think he, we're going to help uh, David Ortiz and Pablo Sandoval have good years this year. Hopefully Hanley Ramirez is gone by then, but I don't see it happening.
2: I mean, it would just be like great all around if, Ramirez and Sandoval with a good years, because then it'd be like, oh, the moves that were terrible are now not bad anymore. So, I would still want Hamlin gone even if he had a good year. Yeah, well, like I said earlier, it would give him trade value and actually, you know, maybe get something for him.
1: Yeah, if he has a good first half, I would just find someone to take him. To take him.
2: Is like, hey, anybody? Uh, he did pretty well here. Uh, you want to take him off our hands,
1: please? I would in a heartbeat. One can only hope. Yeah, really. Well. Okay. We're going to call it a show there, guys. I think that's we kind of exhausted everything we had to talk about. We got through everything. And uh, this week's show was brought to you by Grandstand, the new sports app. Sports highlights straight from the crowd. Share your own sports highlights and watch videos straight from the crowd, all from the fan's perspective. You can download the Grandstand on the App Store or at grandstand.me. It's a great app. It's fun. It's, great. it's a great thing to use it while you're at the game. Kind of, it kind of gives you a nice fan's perspective. It's not just sometimes those cheesy uh, videos you see on the board, that kind of stuff. It's, as you know, it's original. It's authentic. It's an authentic experience. So so go check out it. Again, you can download that at the App Store or Grandstand.me. Um, don't forget you can find us at Red Sox underscore Beat on Twitter. Facebook, Red Sox Beat Podcast. Obviously, I'd love you if you guys could, could go on to iTunes, share rate review and subscribe us that'd be amazing that would just that's the best thing you could do for me if there's one thing i want you to do for me for christmas i know it already happened is that just go rate review and subscribe us on itunes that's all i want a late christmas uh, right? late christmas i'm cool with that given making a new year's present my birthday's in february do that for my birthday <laughs> um valentine's day you guys all love me right do it for valentine's day um we're on stitcher of course as well you, we're everywhere so check us out and keep sharing for your friends and, and family and your crazy Uncle Rick, who loves the Red Sox, I want you—I want him to listen too. So don't forget to share it with him. Um, good, old Rick. That good old Crazy Uncle Rick. Um, another full crew this week is a great show, of course. And uh, for a slow week, I think we did okay. I think we—I uh, think, I think we got a good show. We played more. We might have more games next week. I'm—I'm I'm, going to start thinking about some more games. So we might have more games to play next week with the Red Sox roster. So stay tuned for that. Um, until then, if you're in the area, stay safe on Tuesday with the snow. Um, and have a happy new year. We'll be back after the new year, so we'll see you next year, guys. And uh, I love that joke. I'm sorry, that never gets old to me. Um, But yeah, so have a good new year. Be safe, be be healthy, and uh, we'll see you, hopefully, listening to Red Sox beat in 2016.